Hey, how's it going everybody? Welcome to Inspiring African Travel. This is James here and we're back with one last final episode of our guide stories and just because we've been mixing it up with diving guides from the island of Zanzibar to traditional safari guides to finish it off we've actually got a whitewater rafting guide from the Zambezi River in Zimbabwe. Today's episode is with a gentleman called Skinner and Lovo. He is actually quite a legend to be very honest with you. He's been whitewater rafting in Zimbabwe on the Zambezi River for well over 20 years. He actually started in the early 90s as a professional rafting guide. He's represented his country, Zimbabwe, at rafting championships, not just in Zimbabwe, but overseas in Costa Rica. He's the man, he's the go-to man. He works for Wild Horizons, who've been operating in Zimbabwe for many, many years and have a great track record. And Skinner is the man, to be very honest with you. So in this chat, we talk about everything from the early days of rafting and who and how it started to some of his adventures and what he does in his spare time and basically why you definitely need to put whitewater rafting on the Zambezi River on your bucket list. So crank up the volume, make sure the ear pods are sitting nicely in your ear or the sound is crystal and good. And before we jump into this great little chat with Skinner, just wanted to remind you that if you've really enjoyed meeting these people through our podcasts, this is definitely not the last time you'll be hearing from them. When we travel around Africa and catch up and meet up with our, our friends and our new acquaintances we've met through Inspiring African Travel, we'll definitely be sharing little mini videos, uh, mini podcast episodes uh, when we catch up with them in person. Uh, and um, we definitely plan on sharing some of these actual experiences. So as you'll catch by the end of this interview, Skinner definitely did invite us to join him for a rafting trip in Zambezi. So when we get around to it, we'll, um, we'll definitely share with you some clips of our adventures. So stay connected with us on the social medias and uh, please enjoy this episode with uh, Skinner and Lovo. Cheers, guys. You were out on the river today. Oh, yes, I was out on the river today. Uh, it was excellent. We had a brilliant day. Enjoyed it. Our clients enjoyed it. The level, the Zambez level is very good. So, um, what, what is your your full name? Because I've written here Skinner, S-K-I-N-N-E-R. Is this your nickname? What's the story with your name? Okay, my full name is Skinner Ndovu. S-K-I-N-N-E-R. Ndovu. I, I know a lot of uh, Ndlovos in uh, Zimbabwe. Eh? What's the story with that? Okay, during uh, long back, during the ancient times, the name, the way you got our surnames is by when they were at war, how they were fighting the strategies that they were using. So my grand-grandfather is one of those that once killed an elephant using a spear, and then he was then uh, 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 given the surname Lobo. Fantastic, man. And how did you, uh, so what is your official job title? Are you a, a Zambezi river guide or a whitewater rafting guide? Whitewater rafting guide. Um, though I'm working on the Zambezi because uh, the Zambezi is actually the best river to raft in, and uh, it's a great five. There is nothing like the Zambezi on planet Earth. So a guide that is qualified to uh, to guide on the Zambezi he is qualified to guide any river anywhere in the world. Well, I can vouch for that, Skinner, because when I first uh, spoke to um, 
my friend Shane from Wild Horizons, who you work with, I said to him, do you know any good uh, guides, uh, rafting guides that I could, I could speak to? And he said straight away, oh, you must interview Skinner. I think uh, when we first made contact on WhatsApp was probably about 10 months ago. And we've been trying to, <laughs> we've been trying to t- find a time to talk to you. I think about seven months ago, I contacted you and I said, uh, are you available? And you told me, no, I'm in Norway. Okay. Um, in Norway, I was guiding there. Um, from May to October, I go to Norway and do some uh, guiding. Uh, which is also a, a different uh, a, a things, different type of river. As you know, Norway is, is uh, the river is from ice, from snow, so it's cold. So, 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 are you employed by a company there, or do you go freelance guiding in Norway? There is a company that I work for, also known as Serious Fun in Norway. Where are they? Uh, they are about three hours from Oslo, in a, uh, near Yailo. In a place called Dagali, and uh-huh. the river that uh, uh, they do it is called Numidoslagen, which is uh, the best river in the whole Europe. Okay, wow. I've I asked because I've you, I'm ashamed to say I've never been uh, whitewater rafting on the Zambezi yet, but I have been whitewater rafting in Norway. I went to a place called Evia. 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 Yeah, I know Evia. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is easy compared to Numidoslagen. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying it was tame? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, what what uh, what it lacked in um, rapids, it made up for in the temperature. My God, it was cold. Yes, you are right. It's very cold there. Uh, how does a Zimbabwean manage to to cope with that cold water? Obviously, you have to be in five millimeter wetsuits and dry suit over the wetsuits, um, <laughs> <laughs> for you to stay warm. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, beautiful. Now tell me your story, Skinner. How did you how did you become a whitewater rafting guide? Do you are you from the Zambezi area? How, what's your story? Uh born and bred in Big Falls. I'm from a village close to Victoria Falls called Sizinda. I grew up there. As a young boy, I used to go fishing. And uh though when you are young, you don't think you are not that intelligent. And in some areas you get interested in swimming on the Zambezi, which is a dangerous thing to do. Then that's how the passion and the interest came through. Then uh, when rafting started, I then signed up also and trained up as a rafting guide. I was then offered uh, that opportunity uh, to, uh, to train as a rafting guide. Yeah, that was early 1990. My goodness. So you've been guiding on that river since the, the early 90s? Yes, since the early 90s. Yeah. Wow. And so I'm still you... loving it. If each, each time you go down the river, it's different. Yeah. Yeah, it must be good fun. You must have some stories, eh, Skinner? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, good stories. I've seen, yeah, <laughs> good things on the Zambes and good water levels, and uh, you can name it. <laughs> uh, good, man. Well, I have to ask the question. I mean, is it, I mean, I know that the Zambezi River is the most famous river for whitewater rafting. Um, tell me, the reasons for that? What, why is it so fantastic to do it there? Uh, Zambezi River is the best one day white water rafting that it can do on planet Earth. This is because one, it's a high volume river. It's very deep, less chance of hitting against the rocks. The temperature of the water is warm. You actually want to swim. It's a pool drop river. So 
it's a rapid and a, a calm section that gives you time to recover. So when you fall out, you will definitely be rescued as quick as possible. And uh, as we have like 0.1% chance of hitting against ro uh, the rocks, it makes it the safest and the best. You're going through the big stuff, through big webs. So it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so I see what you mean. So you get the most adrenaline with the least danger. The least danger, yes. You're going through the big waves, through the big stuff. And the distance in between the, uh, the, uh, uh, the rapids, it's close together. It's unlike that other rivers whereby if it's good, you've got to paddle for some kilometers before you get to the next rapid. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, 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 so tell me, I mean, what happens when you fall out of the raft? I mean, because when, when we were doing it in Norway, as you said, it was quite tame. And... Um, it, they actually tried to throw us out of the of the raft to make it more fun, so that we could uh, we could experience the rapids <laughs> in the water. Which is when I got the full the full uh, experience of the temperature of the water. But um, it, do you do that when you're going down the Zambezi, or does everyone have a good chance of falling out and then coming back into the boats? I mean, what is the safety guidelines from a from a guide's perspective? We do not uh, push our clients in or make them swim intentionally. But um, as the Zambezi is big, there is 50% chances of you falling out or swimming or the boat uh, going upside down. And even if, it, if you, you fall out or the boat flips, you are still safe, you enjoy it. Um, and we also use um, some high float jackets which is uh, between 150 to 190 kilonewtons. The rest of the world uses 98 kilonewtons. So that tells you the story about the, uh, the, the waves on the Zambezi. So mm. with that kind of life jacket, even if you fall out, you pop up uh, as quick as possible and uh, you float through the big waves, through the big stuff. Mm. And, and, and the clients love that, yeah. Cool. And what about you as the guide? I mean, because if you go upside down, how do you make sure you get the boat back and pull everybody on board and get everything back on track again? That's part of the training. When, you, when you're training, you have, you've got to be able uh, to get back into the rap, on top of the upside down board. First thing, when the board flips, you've got to get on top of it, do a head count and make sure that you can see all the heads floating. You then have to get the people to one side and then reflip it, get back in and pull the people back in it. And the quickest I've done it is 40 seconds. That's the boat flipping, getting on top of it, uh, reflipping, and pulling people back in it. <laughs> Very impressive. How do you keep in shape? Do you, uh, do you work out or does your job keep you in shape? The job itself keeps me uh, uh, fit because you've got to walk down the gorge and you've got to paddle. That's like you're working out the arms, the back, and uh, uh, the legs and everything. And yeah. You've got to have a, a good heart. Just rafting alone it keeps you fit. Yeah. You don't need the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Quality. And now, I mean, I know that a lot of people do uh, canoeing in the upper Zambezi, um, above the falls, um, where you get into a lot of close contact with hippos and, and crocodiles and things like that. But down on the rapids, you guys are safe from the, the, the animals, right? Yes, we are safe from the animals, but there are some crocodiles uh, on the rafting section. Um, on the one day uh, rafting section, the crocodiles that are, are there, uh, most of them or 
all of them fell over the force when they young, they met them through, then they stay in eddies. And um, you, you, we only find them in the calm section where there is no fast moving water. Once they go through a rapid, they will, they will die. But we also do multi-day trips. When you do a multi-day trips, we do, we do uh, two and a half days, three days trip, four or five day trips. The river sort of opens up. There are a lot of sandy beaches. There you start to see huge crocodiles because they can breed on those sand beaches. Okay, but of course, those areas you don't jump out of the canoe or you don't fall you don't out. Jump out there's, of, no, yeah. there's no rapids. The yeah. Tell me, tell me more about those uh, two, three days excursions. They sound like a lot of fun. So, do you start? Do you start? Because I was only familiar with these rafting trips above or the canoe trips above the falls. You can do this in the lower Zambezi down at the below the falls. Below the falls from rapid number one, um, if you're doing a multi-day trip, we start from rapid number one, we would camp uh, at rapid number 19. Then we also, you can also do a full day overnight. You have an overnight, have breakfast the next morning, you hike out the gorge. Or you can do uh, two days, uh, two nights, where you've got to raft all the way to Batoka, which is about 57 kilometers. It's also fun. You camp on the site. You carry your tents and cooler box, food, everything with you. Uh, the scenery is amazing. You camp on the side of the river. And uh, yeah, most of our guys are also very good chefs. So you do the cooking there while the clans are there and they love it. Um, the, you, you then uh, uh, get out at uh, Batoka. That's, you cover 57 kilometers. We also have... Um, Tips that uh, we do five five days and you take come out at Matetsi Mount. Yes, we'll be camping. Um, there are some good places with sandy beaches where you can uh, uh, camp. So when you stop around three o'clock, you, you identify a good spot that you want to uh, camp on. Then uh, you start uh, putting pitching up tents, look for firewood, and start cooking. <laughs> and then. Uh, you see, then uh, sit and watch the sunsets over the gorge, which is an amazing thing. Yeah, oh, a lot of fun. That's uh, I want to be there right now. What what age range do you get of uh, guests that do the rafting? Is it mainly for younger people, or or can people of all ages do it? People people of all ages can do it, and uh, though most of the people that do the multi day are the middle age. Uh, uh, people, then uh, if you do a five-day trip, you don't have to hike out of the gorge. Um, but um, all ages do the white water rafting, and uh, it's good. They all love it. Yeah. Mm, brilliant. And so you said at the beginning the water level is nice and low at the moment, so it's, the rafting is fantastic. Which times of the year can you not do rafting on the Zambezi? From um, mid-March uh, to mid-May. There is okay. no rafting. So we actually stop, usually we stop rafting mid-March. Like, uh, the first or second week of, of March, we stop rafting. And we start again, uh, like mid-May. Okay. Then uh, from mid-May up to uh, August, we'll be doing high water. Then mm. low water from, yeah, from the September to December. That's like low water. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's when you head to Norway? Yeah, I'm usually yeah, in, in Norway yeah, from May to October. Ah, great. That's really cool. Now, um, the reason for that, obviously, um, just for those of you listening who, who know that our rains actually take place between November and March, 
but the Zambezi River, where the Victoria Falls is, the water levels really become much higher uh, after the rains from Zambia and Angola have fallen and the water is pushing down the Zambezi. So if you come to Victoria Falls around about March, April, May, you can expect the Vic Falls to be pumping full of water, the smoke that thunders, you'll be hearing water thundering down. But obviously that's too much water and too aggressive for, for rafting at that time of the year, right? Yes, 100% correct, yes. Uh, great. So, you know, you, you said, you said Skinner, you're quite a, you, you're quite fit, you're quite in shape because of your job. What, I mean, what does it take to be a quality rafting guide like yourself, who's been doing it for so long? What is it that, uh, that makes you good at what you do? Firstly, is the passion, no, one. And then secondly, you've got to, to love the job and, um, I've also realized that most of the guys that come through, like as porters, I'll mention this, they become like one of the best guys because well, they, they come in into the system when they're young, they sort of grow into it and they understand uh, 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 the water. And you've got to be a very good, caring and responsible guide. And uh, we also have got to make sure that you don't compromise safety. And it also depends on the training, on your trainer, the person that trains you. Yeah. So we don't shortcut <laughs> in training. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Tell me one of the one or two of your most exciting experiences that you've had, or when you look back on your career, you go, Yeah, that was one of the most best days of my life on the river. What have you done? What tell me something that stands out? I have managed to represent Zimbabwe on the World Championships, on the Camel Challenge um, here in Zimbabwe. And I've been to Costa Rica representing Zimbabwe as also as a captain of Zimbabwe team. And also, I've also set a record, the quickest uh, person to get to the top of the gorge, uh, which is four minutes, 29 seconds. I hold that record. And uh, a lot of people have tried to break that record. The slowest being two hours. And it takes an average person 20 to 30 minutes to, uh, to get to the top of the court. Wow. So looking at, um, and I've also managed to produce a lot of uh, good guides on the Zambes, which are like, I would say, the top 10 guides. <laughs> I've, I trained them. Yeah. Wow, wow. That's a lot of, I mean, geez. So you represented your country? Yes. Uh, That's amazing. In Costa Rica and, and, and in uh, Zimbabwe. So, so what kind of uh, a vessel, what kind of a boat do you use when you're, Rafting, do you have a team or is it uh, one man, two man? A team of uh, six people. The way uh, that we elect those people, you've, they start as teams uh, racing against each other. Then we elect some officers to pick up like the best peddlers. Then we put those best peddlers in one raft. And then we sort of screen them down and end up with the cream, the fittest, the strongest and the people that understand mostly the water that can take the quickest line. Of course, when, you, when you're on the river, some lines, they look like dangerous, but you've got to be very quick when you are racing and they've got to be very good and understand what they're doing and work together. Like, uh, like it's a machine. When you look at them pedaling, you think it's a machine, but it's human beings, six people pedaling the raft. <laughs> <laughs> With all that going on, the water gushing away and the shouting and the splashing, and it splashes, must be just... Yeah. Must be difficult to keep your team in line, eh? Yeah, <laughs> but 
I guess everybody knows their job. You know, when we went rafting, we were, we, we were told this is your job on this side. This is your job on this side. You paddle this way, you paddle that way and you work as a team. Excellent. You're right. That's correct. Yeah. So you've been rafting in Norway and obviously the Zambezi um, quite extensively. Where else have you been whitewater rafting in the world? Okay. Of course, uh, Costa Rica, um, in Pakwari River. And I have also done um, the Kafue Gorge. I think now in the history of the Kafue. Mm. Uh, it's myself and Eliam, the only two, two of us that have done the whole uh, gorge. Uh, rafting. Rafting on the Zambezi was started by the Americans. That's in 1983. They came and did an expedition. They liked the river. Then they started rafting the following year. Then they went to Kafue to, to, to raft the Kafue. They did one rapid and they called for the helicopter to carry them out. They said this river is too dangerous. And then they then uh, put an advert that they need uh, some rafting experts to go and uh, raft the river and take some couple of photos and uh, send them to them. I managed to convince one guy, one guy from Zimbabwe, Eliam, and we went together. And uh, none of the Zambian guides were interested in doing it or any other guides. So in the history of the Kafue, we are the only two legends that have rafted the Hogwarts. <laughs> Incredible. So the Kafue is in Zambia, below the below the lake or above it yeah yeah below the uh, kafue dam okay yeah. okay jeez yeah no, that's something else so you say so the first people to raft on the zambezi were some uh, american uh, tourists with a company called sopek yeah sopek expedition yeah they came on an expedition and and that's what started it all yeah okay great so is there anywhere on your list of places in africa that you, Skinner, would love to go and uh, visit and raft? Uh, a lot of my friends have gone and rafted uh, the ginger in Uganda. In Though Uganda. it's yeah. not, yeah, yeah, it's not as good as the Zambezi, yeah. That's the one river that I've put it in my diary that I need to go and do it one day. Mm, I still okay. haven't done that one, yeah. Good. Well, we have a good contact up there who helped us plan our trip to Uganda, but we didn't have time to go to, to ginger, so maybe next time. And you can go uh, trekking with chimpanzees while you're up there as well. Well, exactly. That's, I want to combine that also. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. How can people, uh, is there any, any way you work for Wild Horizons in Zimbabwe, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I work cool. for Wild Horizons in Zimbabwe. So people can make their booking for whitewater rafting and they can request you as a guide? Yes. They can uh, request uh, me as a, as a guide from Wild Horizons and I'll be available for them. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You're the man. I mean, a national, a national hero uh, representing your country, been guiding for a longer, longer than uh, most other guides on the river. Um, okay, well, I'm definitely going to meet up with you when I'm in Zim. We were going to be there for February. I hope I'm still going to be there for the Africa's Eden um, travel show. And hopefully yes, we, can, we can meet up there. Yeah, we can meet up here. I'll be here. And hopefully we'll still be rafting. Maybe I'll get a chance to get, to get you to, uh, to take you down the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. Yeah, maybe we can even do an overnight camping. I'll That'd be lovely. I'll speak yeah. to the guys at Wild Horizons. That would be incredible. What an exciting job you have. I'm sure you enjoy it every day you do it. And uh, an amazing record. And uh, yeah, keep the passion alive. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Cheers, brother. Keep well. Thanks for connecting. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. bye, bye.